This is Solid Ground Breakdown, brought to you by Christians at Tech. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Solid Ground Breakdown podcast. Today, we've got Paul and Avery here. How y'all doing? Pretty good. What's up? Doing great. Hey, Avery, uh, where are you right now? Are you back in uh, Midland, Odessa area? I am in Midland, yeah, um, here at home, probably for a while. So and how is school going? Good to be in... Oh, it's great. Yeah. Actually, online it isn't too bad. So awesome, awesome. Well, today let's jump into John chapter seventeen. Uh, we had some great verses here, and I kind of wanted to start off and kind of get your your first thoughts, your first major enjoyments, the things that you really pulled out of solid ground. What was y'all's initial reactions to the message? I really liked the uh, kind of the comparison with the washing of the word and the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Uh, And I thought that was really cool because I felt like there's so many germs in the world that kind of, I don't know, feels like sometimes they weigh us down. Um, just kind of all the the voices of the world telling us who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to live our life. And all those influences can uh, easily take a hold of us if we're not being uh, consistently washed and redirected into what God's will for us really is, which is in his word. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, one thing that I really thought was awesome was and we can talk about this more, but uh, the sanctifying, you know, that word is kind of a buzzword I I hear in Christian circles or in the Bible. Um, What does that word sanctify mean? This, you know, it sounds like a ten dollar word, but like what what does that word actually mean? Like in verse 17 here, it says sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Yeah, so I I feel like I never. I also have heard sanctify yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but I had no idea what it means. Uh, but I thought the definition that David gave us was super awesome. Yeah, uh, it's to be separated mm-hmm. and to be made holy, like the process of being made holy. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, and I just think it's super awesome in that verse that we're sanctified in the truth, mm-hmm. and the word is truth. Right. So. We get into the word and then we're just set apart more and more. Uh, I don't know. Even like David yeah. was saying uh, with some of like the, the protective measures of the quote, quote, plexiglass mm-hmm. that we can use. Uh, I thought it was super awesome. We can get into the word and just um, be sanctified in the word. The sanctification happens in the word. Right. I think that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, the definition I, I kind of really got out of it was to be set apart you know the word it genuinely does set us apart you know from from the world as a whole uh the more that we're in the word the more that we recognize that there's something different there's something there's something else there's something more and you know as we read the the word the more that we're in it and we really get into it um there's something in our being that wants to be desires to be set apart and preserved almost for Christ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'm looking at the dictionary definition right now. And the first uh, 
the first definition is yeah it is to set apart and then another definition is to purify or cleanse right which i thought was really cool that david pointed out the, kind of the two mm -hmm. uh, aspects of sanctification which firstly is one the outward part the setting apart like the plexiglass and i guess i guess to me that could look like in the world i think it's very obvious that there are certain things and activities that we should outwardly be separated from uh, you know in the age of coronavirus i think if we're trying to avoid getting infected i don't think it would be wise to go into a house of quarantine people that have all contracted the virus that would be right. pretty unwashed even if I'm still washing my hands with hand sanitizer all the time, you know what I mean? Right. So I feel like on, on one hand, we need to be separated from the things of the world that are obviously contaminating and defiling. Yeah. But on the other hand, we need to be continuously being washed by the right. word. Mm -hmm. There are situations in the world that are, you know, they're unavoidable. You know, mm -hmm. you can't avoid passing through and getting uh, touched by some germs, but that being washed and sanctified by the word doesn't mean that we can just put ourselves in compromising situations and think right. that okay right yeah the more that we're in those environments you know you see you know the cdc when they go into these these high uh probability of infection areas they have these full-on hazmat suits that don't allow <laughs> anything in in fact they they bring their own supply of air so there's no way for them to have this interaction but look at what it takes you know they they even it when they're there they minimize their exposure time and are extremely careful so even even in that situation they're still setting themselves apart you know what i mean from from that that environment but there are so many germs you know in the message about germs of the world and maintaining a uh being clean from these germs of the world what are some examples like what can we recognize as a germ of the world um i can't think of a ton but i guess one big germ that i can think of is anxiety yeah uh, i feel like that's one of satan's primary tactics in driving mankind is using anxiety to sure. mm -hmm. make things happen and uh and I, I know for sure that anxiety does not come from God because in Philippians, he says, in nothing be anxious. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so anxiety comes from our outward circumstances driven by Satan to get us to uh, lose our trust in God and worry about things. And I think in this time, anxiety is especially uh, prevalent because so many things are unknown and so anyways i think that's one germ that we can easily see creeping into our life when we are excessively worried about our livelihood and all kinds of things so that's just one that came to mind when i thought about it yeah 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 one that comes to my mind is fear too is you know in this this current season that we're in of this coronavirus there's so much fear and as people see other people afraid 
it starts this big snowball. And I think that that's closely linked to anxiety, but all of this fear that's, that's coming about, um, it totally pulls us away from being anchored, you know, staying, staying, um, rooted in something, you know, this, that verse, you know, don't be anxious about anything. Um, the Lord is our, the rock, the foundation that we stand on and, you know, we completely trust what he's doing and that, you know, he says that um, in, uh, I guess it's Philippians also right at the beginning. It says, uh, I know that this will turn out unto salvation. So we have to realize like all these situations that's going on, everything that is occurring, that it's beyond like what we can imagine or think. And the Lord is totally using all these instances for his purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Um, what were some of the other verses that we really got into? Uh, I think I really liked verse 18 and 19. It says, uh, you have, as you have sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I sanctify myself that they themselves may also be sanctified in truth. So what is he talking about here? As you have sent me into the world. I have also sent them into the world. Yeah, I remember David actually talking about like, he actually had this phrase at the beginning and he said, like, if he was in a situation that God was in, mm -hmm. he said, if, if I was God, I would keep them as far away from the trouble as possible. Right. <laughs> but in the verse, it says, as you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. So I don't know. I, would, I thought it was super cool um, that the way that he wants to do it is to send us in the world. I just think that's so like not even close to my concept of what would, what should quote, quote happen or whatever. I just think it's super cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think like in this age of overprotective parents, if you know there's some germ out there that your kid could contract and, and whatever, then you would try to, you know, protect them as much as possible. But yeah. here it's really interesting that, God's primary desire is not that we would be uh, kept uh, out of the world, but rather kept from the influence of the world while we're in it. And I think one of the main questions from this message was, you know, why, why does God want us to be in the world if there's so many germs in it? Right. And I think like was mentioned Last week in bearing fruit, I think it's definitely on God's heart that we would reach others. Uh, exactly. With the life that God yeah. has given us. Yeah. That, yeah. That we could reach others. And like he mentioned, you know, where would we be if there was just a global uh, stay at home order for all the Christians to stay out of the world? You know, I don't think the gospel would have reached me. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anyway, I really appreciated bringing that point out that our job is to spread the spread the word of God uh, that more people could be rescued from the influence of this world. Yeah, you know, spreading spreading the gospel of the Lord, that is the unique cure to everything. Yeah. You know, you know this this life and everything is so temporary, but what's eternal of course is you know, our decisions we make with the Lord and by receiving the Lord, that's the eternal cure for everything. So I feel like we're the exact opposite. You know, we're 
we're sent out to not be a museum piece. You know, we're, we're sanctified and set apart. So the Lord doesn't have us, you know, in his collection on a shelf, you know, behind glass that's there just to be preserved and not touched or utilized ever, just looked at. Yeah. But, you know, we're tools in a sense. Um, you know, he's, he was sent out and you know, he loves us so much and, and his desires for all men to be saved and come to the full knowledge of the truth. Well, the only way for someone to be saved is for someone to teach them, show them, and even come to the full knowledge of the truth. That takes someone who's already studied or someone who's already experienced. And that only takes place after we've, you know, we've had our time with the Lord and we're with him constantly. And as we're continually being sanctified, right, that gives us the experience, the, the knowledge, the, the understanding on how to share with someone. So that's completely, you know, on one hand, we don't want to be in a contaminated environment. On the other hand, you know, we're sent out to to heal, you know, this contaminated world, you know, of people who don't know the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. looks like we're running out of time here. This has been an awesome, awesome, awesome chapter. Great week of solid ground. So it was great to get a chat with you both, Paul and Avery, and we'll see y'all again next week on the Solid Ground Breakdown. Y'all take care.